Now, the greatest idea of all time. Stay tuned for... From the Trenches of Hollywood. Here are your guru guides from the A-list to the D and everything in between. It's Ted and Craig. Welcome to From the Trenches of Hollywood. I am Ted Davies. Hey, everybody. Craig Hall here. Thanks for joining us. This is uh, great to be back with you. And uh, yeah, we are glad to be back. And we got a lot to cover today. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. Craig, what do you got on the plate? Hey, well, again, uh, it's exciting to be with you. Great response to the first show. Thanks for uh, streaming. Uh, Again, we're available on Spotify. Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, wherever you get your uh, podcast, be sure to uh, subscribe to the show, uh, as well as YouTube, Facebook, yep. Instagram, right? You'll find us on all these uh, these spots as well. Um, and it's questions yeah. came in, which were great yes. comments. We were asking for those. Uh, so like we say, this show is all about uh, writers talking with writers about writing uh, hoping to uh, inform, uh, inspire, and um, answer your questions uh, along the way. So be sure and reach out to us with your questions and your comments. Uh, we really want to uh, assist you in in any way we can. Uh, as we said in the first show, that uh, together we've got quite a bit of experience, but we come from a pool of, of folks who that uh, we can we can uh, lean on and if we can't answer your question maybe they can so uh let's get into some of the questions what do we got okay from mr ryan we have uh first off it's a statement but then he answers it with a or asks it with a question i feel like i'm a good storyteller but i can't get past the fear of doing it on camera just can't get started can you talk about that at some point can you help me so, I mean, there's a couple ways to address that. I mean, the power of what we've got right now with audio versus visual uh, is is dramatic you know, in, in this in this time, you know. So what I'm thinking is that we live in a time right now that audio is such a great tool right now. Podcasting doesn't have to be on YouTube, right, Craig? I mean, it's it's the voice is more powerful sometimes uh, than the visual, I, I think. So sometimes the visual is distracting. Yeah, it can be. It, it, look, so I'm assuming that you are, uh, 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 he wants to be, to be an oral uh, mm-hmm. history storyteller, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Which is great. Now, do you, I'm wondering if he does this already in front of people, um, which I'm, I'm sure the camera is sometimes easier than f- in front of an audience. Um, I think that uh, you should maybe start, like you said, start with just recording the audio and get yeah. comfortable with uh, telling the story in, in front of a mic. Maybe find uh, a director to work with. A director really can make help. a difference. In, it does help. In, uh, yeah. It's uh, like I mentioned on the last show that it takes a team a lot mm-hmm. of times to pull something off. So understanding your weakness or where you might not have uh, the greatest strength um, and bringing someone in to assist. I'm telling you, maybe look into finding a director uh, who will work with you and help put you at ease uh, with the camera. But I 
would also recommend recording the audio. I agree. Get, I uh, think that I think practice. in the right time, like these particular applications with a condenser mic and that, these are things that you can get later. But I think that you need to, uh, I mean, I would look at Audacity. Uh, first off, that would be my first recommendation. Or even your phone. Uh, use the voice recorder on your phone and, and play back. You know, get in a quiet space and just, you know, talk and and see where you're at. Yeah. Edit The editing, the ums, the, the oops, and you know, whatever, those can be edited out. You can get to the point where you're, you can get it very polished. So just don't be afraid. Yeah, the phones today are amazing. So you've got a great recording device in your hand, most likely. Yeah. Just about everyone does, right? <laughs> Even if you've right. got an old phone from five, six years ago, they still are, 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 are great recording devices. And it's a good thing to start with. So yeah, go for it. Um, yeah. uh, you know, before we go too further, I've got, I did get a comment. Um, last week, we were talking about different writers and uh, how we were really focusing on creative writing. Uh, got a comment from Michael in Fullerton, who is a technical writer in the airline industry. And Michael wanted to me to know that, hey, not all technical writers are non-creative. I work very hard to put creativity into my instruction manuals. So... All right. Uh, my apologi apologies to you, <laughs> uh, Michael and Fullerton. Yeah, That's great. You, Mike. So it makes me think of uh, he's in the airline industry. I've seen some funny uh, airline mm. uh, <laughs> videos now, you know, when you get on to wear your mm. seatbelts where they do song and dance and the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yep. So, hey, you're right. Maybe he did those. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, all right, Michael. We got you. All right, what else you got? I know we got a couple more questions. Uh, the next question is from Anonymous, and they ask, can you guys go back? <laughs> can you go further into your background? Okay, sure. Well, more than we did last week, I guess, huh? Um, yeah. uh, I, I guess you probably really want to know about um, my writing background more than anything. So I'd mentioned I moved to Hollywood. Uh, I was writing theater. I moved to Hollywood in 1991. Uh, I was going to go to film school. I wanted to be a director. I uh, met up with some guys who were going to the school already, and they were like, don't do it. I learned more working on a movie set than, than going to this school. So uh, they talked me out of starting school at that time, and we opened a production company, and uh, we realized quickly that our ideas um, – however good they may be we were nobodies no one was going to give us money a uh, million dollars to go make a movie in 1991 uh these you know 20 year old kids so we had to uh, learn to produce you know start producing back then and uh, had a great partner uh michael acres at de novo productions was the company that we'd started and he he was a writer that's what he wanted to do and uh, when I showed up, I was interested in, um, at that point, everything I'd written, I'd written, uh, I'd gotten the idea and I'd written it, but I'd looked at it more as a vehicle for me to uh, direct or to uh, act or both. Um, so it was very uh, uh, self-centered. Uh, <laughs> it's for selfish reasons that I was doing that writing. So I didn't look at myself as a writer. Uh, in that sense, he did, and he had great ideas, and we collaborated on on a lot of things. On uh, our first feature, he had written it was called The Coins, and we 
got it picked up for production within months. And uh, we just had a great working relationship. Um, we wrote a pilot a television series and uh, collaborated, or collaborated on another five or six uh, films. Um, one of which I still have today that was never produced and we never took it anywhere, but it's the quintessential, um, like everyone who goes to Hollywood, to be in the industry at some point in their career they make a or write a script whether or not it's produced or not they, everyone writes it on the the horrors of hollywood the trenches of hollywood so to say uh and their experiences with some of the crazy and the uh ludicrous and the illegal and the just it's it's yeah they, it can be accessible so everyone writes that script and we wrote one and we didn't ever do anything with it and i want to make it now it's sure. so funny <laughs> to go back and look at it. it's a little dated but uh so like i went on from there and uh started producing films and uh when i started producing people were hiring me to produce their movies i was kind of a hired gun i would always come in and usually doctor the script rewrite the script um 90 of the time so I have been the script doctor on 50 plus feature films that wow. have been produced and distributed um, worldwide. Um, I have helped launch production divisions in two different companies over the last 20 years uh, where I was responsible for production and development. So it was a lot of reading, a lot of writing, a lot of rewriting. Um, so, yeah, I've seen a lot of, of things like that um, in the writing world. I say things like that. I mean the good, the bad, and the terrible. Um, sure. So, and as a hired gun, I got to tell you, look, um, I've made my fair share of um, Alan Smithy films. Um, if you're not familiar with that, is that is the credit that someone in the film industry gives themselves because they do not want to be named in the credits. I've also got a few of my uh, films that I wish I would have been Alan Smithy. <laughs> so we all have uh, our, our good, our bad. Um, it's just kind of the nature of the business. When it is such a giant team effort, you don't always have the final say in anything. So, uh, but yeah, I've been, been at this since 1991, um, anonymous, and love to get some more uh, specific questions from you. Um, I hope you're following us on all our social media, everybody. Make sure you are at uh, at Hollywood Trenches. That's our Instagram, right? And uh, you can Absolutely. find us uh, mm -hmm. from the Trenches of Hollywood at Facebook. Yep. And uh, you see right there, TedDaviesArtistry.com. You can go there, get a link to YouTube. And, of course, we're streaming um, uh, podcasts. Wherever you get your podcast, you'll find us. Uh, so be sure to subscribe. And uh, send us those questions. Love to get some more. So is that it? We have any more questions or we're done with those? I, yeah, we do. We've got uh, one more from uh, Mr. Witzman. It's actually more of a statement, uh, but it says, that's the ticket. Show us how a real project goes from start to finish. Love the show. Hmm. So, Thank you, Mr. Witzman, uh, yeah. for tuning in. Uh, you know, that's the idea. We want to do that. We're going to show you or talk about the process from beginning to end and uh, in fact we could start on that right now i think that 
it really is there's two processes to talk about there's the process first off of of creating the uh story you know taking that idea and turning it into a, a complete story hmm. second is the process of then taking that story that idea that outline and molding it into whatever media you're trying to to put it out in now like for me i'm a screenwriter so when i come up with an idea it's usually in the framework of i want to make a movie about this this is mm. this is the story this is uh the idea uh, but for me the process is it's uh even as someone who works as a writer i don't find myself struggling to find the basic ideas to start a script i'm surrounded by them i write down ideas all the time when they come sure. to me i've got sure. notebooks full of them um people are always pitching me ideas uh as well as i mentioned last mm -hmm. week yep so there's never a, a shortage of 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 ideas in the well but it's what you do with that idea and how you turn it into something that people will relate to, uh, be interested in, be attracted to. Uh, that's the thing. And like, I don't want to make this show about uh, English 101 or uh, creative writing 101. I, I'm thinking, but if you have questions on structure, specific uh development of structure be happy to address those send them to to us and we can get into those details but i think people are more interested in possibly uh where the steps go or what my steps are and that would be i i'm a big outline person mm -hmm. and i think that's important with everyone but most people will tell you and you read a lot of script writing books and it's interesting that they say create this first and that's the log line mm. so a log line is a sentence or two that really encapsulates your story your idea it introduces the idea the the character the conflict uh hinting at resolution uh and is it enough to entice someone to want to read your script now the log line in hollywood is a tool to get people to read your script um i think that everyone has a idea of a log line in the beginning but to start as the first thing for your script for me i just never related to that for me it's my log line would be a treatment you know or a, a synopsis paragraphs uh, because i'm still developing the idea it's still very early um in the stages so I know that um, there's a level of uh, just free writing uh, when you when I first create this idea, but it's never always just the logline. Um, the logline is important, and you'll use that later, and that's a sales tool, is what the logline is. I mean, let's be real. You're selling it to the readers, and you're selling it to the publishers, or you're selling it to the studios or producers. Uh, that's what it is, you know. It's, it's the, the tag, the sale. Uh, this is it. Hey, this look at this juicy morsel. Don't you want to dive right in and, and read it all? So 
you get that a lot in the in the world. It's like, well, what's the log line? That is important, but I think what's even more important is to have a complete story before you create this log line. Um, I agree with that. Completely. And that goes with an outline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm an outline guy. Um, I like to create an outline because look, I'm writing scenes, right? Mm -hmm. I'm writing moments in time and nothing captures that the way I work better than my outlines and outlines. How about you? What do you, what tools do you use to get started? Uh, well, I'm, I'm very much an outline writer as well, but I outline with, um, like we were saying, stream of consciousness. I usually pick up, this is gold. These are gold, uh, two or three bucks at the dollar store, whatever, just get yourself some of these, at least in my eyes. I think it's a great way to, some people like spiral notebooks, whatever, but I mean, there's a real method to what I do. I'm very much, uh, you hear about method actors. I'm very much a method writer. I've got a cigar. I've got the, you know, cup of coffee, maybe a scotch, depending on what time of day it is. I'll be outside because if I have a cigar, um, but if I'm inside, that's, I sit down, favorite chair, chill out. And I'm writing and I write stream of consciousness. I just let it go. And then I'll start going through and really pinpointing the details of what, of what I'm doing and what uh, the characters do. And it's a, it's a real, um, it's almost surreal in a way, because it's almost like I'm, it's like I'm channeling the story. If that makes any sense. Does it make any sense to you? Do you feel that way? I thought, sometimes? I, I, I thought you were trying to channel Shakespeare with this posh <laughs> setup that you've got to put yourself in to be able to write well, cigars, you know. <laughs> scotch, slippers, you you've got puppy to at your feet. Right, right. Exactly. Right. The fire going, but that I, you have to build. Apparently, apparently yeah. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to build, you've got to build it very uh, comfortably for you. Whatever, whatever works for you. If you like being in slippers or whatever, while you're writing, great, do it. If you want to be in flip-flops on the beach, do it. No problem. But get to the point where you're in that relaxed state that you can actually, you know, go ahead. What were we going to say? I've found myself under the gun crammed into a little tiny office compartment <laughs> on an, uh, a honey wagon, which is a big, long, long RV with these little dressing rooms in it, in there punching out pages <laughs> that are going to need to be shot in the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No cigars, no scotch, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a folding chair, a catering folding chair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I laptop well, barely fits on the vanity. I got it. Well, in that circumstance, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, first world problems. It, exactly. <laughs> but here you are, you know, you're trying to, uh, and again, when, when I'm writing, it's not, um, it's not necessarily too to be on set it's not necessarily to do that it's it's to get this idea down when you're writing in some cases it's very much you're already in the you're already on set you're already on you know in studio whatever so it's a different dynamic too and that it, all due respect um but we're both trying to achieve a goal um mine is just simply i want to be more relaxed when i do that so so red, so you know. yeah i mean really though this is about the 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 birth of the idea you know yes. i'm not crammed in a, a trailer at that point uh, the birth can happen anywhere folks uh at any time carry a notebook i write things down all the time it's yeah, like you. ted yep. you know i have yep. notebooks everywhere or they're everywhere you can really uh, archive a lot of my life through my notebooks mm -hmm. <laughs> for the last yeah. 30 years for sure 
So yeah, I'm an outline guy. That's the process. I get that outline down that you're creating your characters. Uh, usually you've got the conflict in mind when you create the whole thing. At least I do. You know, there's mm -hmm. that's most stories to me uh, usually come from the conflict, not the character. You know, some people are like, oh, this is a great character. I want to make a story about them and they're going to be a this or a that. Um, so that is um, not where i always start um i'm more of a conflict kind of person that's what mm -hmm. comes to mind first um, regardless of what you create first it's uh, create that outline and figure out where the story is going you need to know where it starts absolutely absolutely don't worry about trying to spell out the acts right now they'll be they'll come naturally um in fact i'll tell you you know i have been in a situation where i was brought in to adapt this novel and it was massive a medical mystery, uh, drama, conspiracy, murder. I mean, it was just this massive piece. And yeah. that was a point where I was working with two other writers as well. Um, that, again, a situation where they were stuck. And I came in as fresh eyes. And one of the first things I did is I took their outline and we created note cards of the scenes and then we took those note cards and we just threw them in the air and they fell on the floor and as we picked them up we posted them in that order on wow. the board and uh we created this non-linear story that helped inspire them to uh, make new connections and we were able to and we didn't leave it in that complete mess, but we did bring certain pieces together and we were able to see the story in a whole new, new light and how uh, we were able to make connections uh, easier for the audience and mm -hmm. give this little bit of suspense that, you know, you felt like, oh, I already know what's going to happen, but you don't know at all. <laughs> you only saw part of that yeah. earlier. So that was always, um, that was a great exercise. Uh, but the outline, it was all about the outline. They were sure. struggling to get through the thing and everyone does, you know, you don't always have all the nuances and um, that's why there are always multiple drafts, right? It's Period. just getting that idea. It's getting through the idea the first time, uh, just plowing through it. That's one of the most important things is getting is to the end. And you can populate the, the middle, <laughs> whether it's the second, first, third. Some people, a lot of people are writing five acts now. Uh, you can populate those later as you're developing the script in the script form, not necessarily the outline. But, you know, you get your key uh, elements down and... That's my blueprint right there. Uh, it's yep. not always the log line. Look, if you're a log line person, some people might be, and I, you know, they immediately create this image and they can give you an amazing log line. Yeah. Uh, those people usually work in advertising. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and they're, they're really great at uh, writing 30 second spots uh, and yeah. quick promos. And they, they're able to, to just create. Some people in Hollywood, that's what they do do is they create amazing log lines and synopsises and treatments of, of people's so, work. Let me ask you this. Uh, let me interject a bit. Would you consider a log line? Cause I know a lot of people are probably thinking this, uh, is a log line the same thing as an elevator pitch? 
long line is the first sentence or two of your elevator pitch. So yes, you hope that your elevator pitch is five minutes or more. Um, the long line is really the the bait um, you're hoping to get them to want to hear a little bit more. So yeah, in a manner of speaking, it is your super two second, two sentence elevator pitch. Um, but you need to have a five minute one together too. <laughs> you yeah, want to have, right. you want to have, uh, the, uh, a synopsis. You, you want know? the hook to set. Yeah. When you're yeah. Right, when you're fishing. So yeah, yeah look what well, you got to decide, like if you get an elevator and uh, they're going to the 20th floor and you're on the first floor, you pull out the synopsis. Now, if you're, <laughs> if yeah, they're going right. to the third floor, you got the log line or you follow them to their office, but you know, that could be dangerous. And, <laughs> and but I, and I think that you're probably correct with that. I know that you're correct because I know that once some um, adaptions, everything else are done, the log line really has to be, I, I really think it's at the end. I really do to really make a, really make a punch, you know, to, the, to complete the, uh, the project. Well, all of all of those things that you hear about uh, producers and readers, you know, I was, I was a script reader off and on, um, had to pay the bills, and I would cover scripts for different agencies. Um, I freelanced for there was an it was a company contracted out to different agencies, and we would uh, read scripts and write coverage for them, and make recommendations to the agents on what we thought of it, you know, we weren't the end all by any means. They were usually covered three times a script and they would take the th coverage of three different readers and then decide if someone higher up would read the script, like the assistant to the agent, and then they would do their own coverage. Mm -hmm. Then maybe the agent would read it. And so, I mean, it's a process. Uh, so it was a great that it's a process because it, the, it was a pain gig to read and write coverage for scripts. So, and you got to read so many scripts and read and see different styles and mm -hmm. really uh, just fall into the world of, of script creation uh, and compare and contrast what different writers were doing. And usually if they got to the point where I was reading it, it was, they were good. You know, they were at the point where these agents were deciding whether or not to bring this person on as a client mm. or to package this film for them. A lot of times it wasn't always just to make them a client. It was like, okay, who can we pitch, pitch this to in our uh, agency and mm -hmm. put this film together? What other agents do we need to bring? So it was, it was almost like a technical analysis for the company uh, mm -hmm. is what it would be. Uh, it's like, okay, how does this break down? Okay, so these characters are this and this and this. Oh, well, we've got these people in our, our ranks, our stable, and we can put them into this role. It's perfect mm -hmm. for them. So, yeah, a lot of an analysis going on uh, behind the scenes. It's not just like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's make this movie. Yeah, no, that no. doesn't really happen quite like <laughs> that. But, uh, yeah, it's have that pitch ready. Logline, they're important if you want to sell it. Uh, that's your pitch. Uh, but I don't say you need to write that first. I think for me, my process personally is I, I outline it out, write it in a notebook usually, mm -hmm. uh, then turn that outline into uh, a synopsis. And then I start the script. Um, a lot of times I skip the synopsis. I just go right into the script and just start writing and get it down. Yeah. 
get it down. And uh, if I get stuck um, on one section, you know, I've got the outline, I create the scene and I put some characters in. And if I get stuck, I, I skip ahead. I just go right to the next scene. Yeah. And because I have an idea of where this movie's ending. So I don't need to fill uh, this first draft in with everything. Uh, it's such a good feeling to be able to get to the end of a first draft, even though you know it's maybe maybe fifty percent complete. To see that you have all those basic elements in there that you can go back and massage mm-hmm. and turn into the final product. Um, but yeah, I'm an outline guy for sure, and sometimes I go straight to script. Sometimes I'll do. Um, a synopsis um not always you know early in my career i did because people are always telling me oh these are the steps you create the log line you create the synopsis you create the outline you create the you know so it's like i kind of don't do that i'm, I'm the outline guy straight <laughs> to the script most of the time yeah well you've, um, you've done enough that you know you know who you are when you're as far as your your process and everything that's great that's great. Yeah, and I, I think that people, uh, they want to start the script and they'll read a lot of, of books on screenplay writing or they'll take a class and you get a regimented uh, path to follow and little milestones to get to before you start writing the script a lot of times. And I don't know, for me, I'm just not that patient. I'm ready to get to it. I don't want to yeah. stifle... Look, because I know how difficult it can be to get all those pages down. Even if you're the most inspired writer and you're loving it and it just the pages are flowing, it some well, sometimes they flow too much and that final page gets further and further and further away. Um, which isn't a bad thing. Hopefully, what you're adding is really adding to the story. And and you should be in these early drafts just pouring everything out. Uh and blah <laughs> onto yeah. the page yeah, yeah. and then you, you go back then and organize you, then organize. yeah 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 but it is so important and it's just such a great feeling and accomplishment to get to that last page fade to black and um you know credits roll uh so it's a that feels great even though you know it's not ready to send out mm-hmm. but that is a good push good motivation to get back right back to it and um start that uh that rewrite draft two like i was saying i uh the stream of consciousness thing for me is uh i think it's just the it's the way that i can get the ideas out and i I told you this before in the last episode is i start out with a picture usually i draw one picture uh, of the scene first and then that way i know it's like an instant recall uh for me but that's me as an artist i mean that's you know uh, we're, we're very much structured in our, in our ways of, of, uh, of just thinking. And I, and I think that that works for me. So, um, but you were talking about log lines and the reason why I asked about the, the elevator pitches, because we hear that a lot in comic books and in novels and that you, what's your elevator pitch? You hear that it's a lot easier than saying a log line, log lines more along the, into your, uh, genre, into your, um, your, your experience or your, um, your profession. Uh, and my first experience, to be honest with everybody, was when we were in California, uh, when you and I were writing uh, with Retrieve and everything, getting that set up, uh, our log line. And that was a very good, um, it was an awesome experience because it took, 
it wasn't easy. I mean, we were going through back and forth and back, you know, um, 20 minute session turned into an hour easily uh, of what we were. And I don't think we did get, we got four lines that, all oh, right, this works, but it took a lot of time. Collaboration is important uh, as you know, but boy, that was a, uh, and it was, it was different. That's why I asked about the pitch because the elevator pitch is a very much a detailed breakdown of what, um, of what your story is, if the people are willing to listen, and that log line, that hook, that that bait, if you want to call it that, is is key. Is and, and you taught me that because I really wasn't thinking in a two uh, two sentence or three sentence blurb. I was thinking synopsis, you know, eight to ten sentences for a paragraph, and boom, ba boom, you know, the whole, uh, you know, well, that, like, that whole thing. So, like I said, the uh, log line is a it's a marketing tool for your, your yeah. piece. So and it's essential. It's essential. Right. And they'll are what artists, how many artists are thinking about marketing? They're not, you know, so I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's a great creative experience creating that log line. It really forces you to take your giant idea and uh, sum it up quickly. And yeah. because really, and, and, uh, and you're pinpointing you're, you're, you've got it, you have this funnel and then, you know, you're, you're, laser laser sharpness on that to get it to the point where it's it's believable and it's it's something that people can digest you know and right and, uh, yeah i think it's great yeah it's it's funny too like uh it's i say it's a marketing tool and it is um mm -hmm. and you're trying to get someone to read your script and um you know you hope that the log line uh gets them to want to read the script and you hope then that the first 10 pages gets them to want to read the rest of the script uh, so there's little stepping stones that people talk about in the industry and, uh, they're true. Like uh, there were so many scripts that, um, I could only read the first five to 10, 12 pages. And yeah. I just knew it wasn't for me. It wasn't what we were looking for at the company. It wasn't, um, not saying it was bad, but it just wasn't, uh, who knows? It might've gotten better, but when you have 35 scripts, given to you on friday and on monday you need yeah. to come in and know about all 35 whether they're worthy of moving forward with or not um mm -hmm. because another 35 will be there on monday waiting for you so it's uh yeah you got to be interesting you got to be exciting look a movie is uh you can think about it how many movies have you seen where 10 minutes into the movie you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. yeah. There aren't many because they don't get made. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Or they're, or they're just boring. They're just so boring. Oh, uh, so many people want to open their movie with excitement. Right. Um, I just saw, you know, uh, it's fall uh, mm -hmm. now and Halloween had just happened. And there were these countdowns of um, best opening scenes and, horror movies and you know they all have that they all want that just grab you from the beginning um you read one of those scenes and three pages not 10 you're yeah you're not putting it down um yeah right. so and you're there and you're there yeah and not every movie is um or idea might have that exciting beginning that you have laid out or maybe it's because you're thinking chronologically Mm -hmm. um maybe a good exercise then is to mix up those scenes and look at some nonlinear 
piece that you might be overlooking that might add that little pizzazz to 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 get the eyes locked in um in the beginning see and now look now i feel like i'm talking to you as an agent and um, well and that's but in some respects that's okay because some people in this on this podcast probably want to to hear that you know i mean that's that's realistic i don't think yeah. I, don't, I don't think that people would take it in the wrong way i think it's <laughs> yeah. great i think it's terrific i don't want you know? to stifle anyone um, from what they're currently doing if it's working for them um but you know once you get it to a point where you're ready to send it out and you're ready to you know, have it published or produced you want to make sure that it's interesting and that you hook people in the beginning you know you get them to buy in in the beginning the first act they're going to finish it you know they're going to force themselves through it usually even if it goes off the rails they're going to be like okay how did this happen um why did you know they they they're interested enough in your characters and your conflict that you um they have to see some sort of res resolution hopefully you have it in your script or else they won't read anything else that you send them <laughs> were there were there ever times where it would be a, a, a like a script light it, you wouldn't have the full script you just have the first 30 pages or did they always mandate it you know is that how it works no nah, it would if 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 it got to me it was a script um, okay 100 200 pages and and back in the day oh no 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 think of it this way the rule of thumb for a movie is it's a minute a page right a minute okay screen time per page mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. running times of movies 90 minutes used to be the standard two hours and then they shrunk down to 90 and now they're up to three when yeah. you look at these superhero movies it's yeah. insane uh but you know an hour of that is special effects yeah that are sure. You can write the scene. Um, it's funny too. I'll grab, I'll get a hold of one of these. If you haven't seen a heavily uh, effects heavy movie, uh, the script is interesting because not the shooting script. Mm -hmm. uh, so the shooting script is the final script that we have on set and it is loaded with everything. It's got all the, the camera angles that we're trying to get. It's got audio notes it's got effects notes it's got how we're going to be shooting the effect what technique we're going to be using it is really kind of the the bible on set as to mm -hmm. how it's all going to go down that and a lot of times it's a company with storyboards so you read this is the shot that we're trying to get here's the storyboard this is what it's going to look yeah. like yeah so it, when a script would get to me it would be a complete script and in the 90s i was getting actual hard copy scripts to read yeah. nowadays yeah. it's all digital of course but right so when i say 35 scripts they were all 100 pages oh, approximately wow. so think that's 100 minutes of screen time <laughs> but no i would get full scripts and they were uh 100 pages you know it was kind of the the average and that would be a 92 93 94 minute movie usually wow. back in the nineties. Wow. And so, so I think really, you know, as a screenwriter, that's your, uh, you're aiming for the 90 to hundred page realm. If you're looking to do a feature film and, and it can go up from there. Uh, so it's, it's entirely up to you and look, really, you could be shooting a 90 minute movie and have 200 pages. 
uh, it easy, depends yeah. on the kind of detail that you put in to the film. I don't know if you've heard the story of Quentin Tarantino's uh, Pulp Fiction script. Mm -mm, no. So he and Lawrence Bender go into Jersey Films to meet with Danny DeVito, who um, ultimately produced the film. And Quentin Tarantino delivers a, I think it was close to 300 page script. We have to look that up. I mean, wow. no, we have to find out how many pages it was for Pulp Fiction. It was thick and plop that thing down on DeVito's desk and he looks at it and yeah. he's like, are you kidding me, son? <laughs> how long is this movie? And he's like, you know, it's in Tarantino's Tarantino-esque uh, mm -hmm. He just starts talking about the story, you know, how it's got to be told. And DeVito asks him about maybe editing it down because this is long. I'm trying to make Massive. a, yeah. a two-hour feature maybe. And uh, he refused. He's like, no way. We're not editing anything out of this. But now you look at it when it's shot, the running time of the film, a couple hours. Yeah. So, but imagine the immense detail that he had put in there. It was a shooting script, basically. He yeah. had laid out every shot you know every angle every shot everything uh in his script but he's a director so he not only created uh, the story and how he envisioned it as the writer he then was laying out the technical schematics of of pulling it off in real life um yeah. and cr creating that uh that fantasy world that he's put on pages and mm -hmm building it in the middle of Hollywood and he did it. Yeah. And as I say, the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's, uh, that's how many pages, uh, you're kind of aiming for when you're writing a script, uh, think a page a minute is the running time. That's good. Let's learn something new. Very good. <laughs> I did. That's good. Northern Grounds Coffee. Fresh, artisan roasted, small batch coffee with pop culture flair. The finest organic, organic suspension ever devised. Wanted to point out that there, uh, there is no playbook really to the process or your process. Everyone is a little bit different, but I just, there are two different processes, I think, you know, when you're creating what you're creating, there's the process of creating the, the idea, you know, wherever you get it, as we talked about, I get them from everywhere. Uh, whether you dream your ideas, you read about your ideas, you are inspired by something you see, mm -hmm. uh, it, uh, that's the first part of it, harnessing that idea and molding that into your story. And that could be, as you and I are similar, we both uh, create an outline. Um, I like to then go right into the script writing process. You, on the other hand, I do your breaking, stream breaking. of conscious writing. Yep, yep. Just get it down, get that ink flowing, you know, yep. It works for me. But like you said, there's there's all different avenues on the journey. So. But it, I love that we're both um, creating different projects. We start the same way, but at the end of the day, I'm creating a screenplay. And a lot of times you're creating a, a comic book or yep. a novella, yep. uh, uh, you know, something um, 
different different beasts but uh starting that it's still storytelling though period so So this is where the processes change is then when we go into the actual process of writing Mm -hmm. the piece uh i go right into writing a screenplay you go into whatever it is Mm -hmm. now you said you draw the characters first or you get a visual i do i use the margins of the paper and i'll go in and i'll sketch out uh nuances you know like i I was saying uh earlier that there might be uh, a character the way that they cough or the way they sneeze or something little you know just little details like that that might add to the story later and uh you know i'll visit those as i'm writing um in more detail um throughout the throughout the course of the (laughs) the onslaught of ink on paper so yeah 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 for me again i go right into from the outline to writing the script and when i do that um there are some things that you know I, steps i take at that point then you know i i uh solidify that storyline um i uh um and if it's a screenplay a lot of times at this point i want to identify my audience yeah uh who is it that i'm creating this for uh kids is it teenagers is it young kids is it adults is it what what is it you know there's an audience out there um you hope there's an audience for what you're creating yeah right right uh, so you you identify that and keep that in mind while you're working on it uh when it's if you're really trying to sell it to a specific audience you don't want to drift out of their uh realm in any way um and that really is like the next thing is determining those parameters of the yeah. project <clears throat> yes. for me so it's the is it live action or is it episodic is it animate what what i mean there's all different things for you for your your genre you can you can create amazing uh visual uh epics with what you're doing um with what you do with what we what i do it's a little different it's it's more of a in the mind uh when you're reading i don't know maybe i'm wrong but for you though script writing it could go right to literally right to a, a movie uh production right yeah you hope so it you did. know you know so. that's what you hope um but you know it's always multiple drafts like i said it never seems to be finished um mm-hmm. you always find notes for yourself but these are just two processes folks that yes. he and i go through there are so many other uh ways that people create and are inspired and i'm really looking forward to next week folks our Mm -hmm. guest um get to hear about how he uh was inspired and got inspired to write uh author david putnam's going to be with us best-selling novelist awesome yeah and uh, he's got a character that he's created uh, bruno johnson in a series of books uh Mm -hmm. that are just awesome um so he's going to be with us next week, and we're going to ask him about his process, how he gets uh, his ideas, where they come from, what he does to get it into his novel form. Um, mm-hmm. What are the steps? Does he create a logline? Yep. And in, in his background, it's going to it's awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, best-selling author author David Putnam is going to be with us next week. Uh, talk about all of that great stuff and uh, give us a little insight into uh, his career his 
latest projects and of course his process so folks if you are an aspiring novelist out there send us your questions uh for david and uh, we'll be sure that uh we take the time to have him uh, respond to you there's uh, a great opportunity here for you to touch base with uh, a really great guy an amazing author and i'm looking forward to that next week yeah me too it's gonna be good stuff well i feel like we are out of time it's mm -hmm. um went fast i'm sorry everybody that was really quick <laughs> i don't feel like we really got into a whole lot um but uh, we did get some questions answered and uh, that's what we're here for so we'll uh future shows david's coming um after that we've got uh, some screenwriters coming in and um, some writer directors coming in um also we've got a big treat for you coming in a handful of weeks um a multiple Emmy Award winner, Academy Award nominee, mm -hmm. writer, producer is going to be with us. I'm not going to tell you who just yet, um, but uh, he is going to take a little bit of time and also pop in and answer some questions. So be sure to uh, follow us and uh, you got all of our social media handles there are at hollywood yeah. trenches on instagram on facebook from the trenches of hollywood you can find us at ted davis artistry on youtube you yep. also see me craig hall e wood that's craig hall e wood um on twitter <laughs> Yeah, Ted Davies artistry.com folks we're everywhere so you have no excuse not getting a, a question to us so be sure and send them out and look forward to getting them what do you got for us Ted I think that's it man I look forward to everybody sending us your questions it's it's great it's this has just been a great experience I'm looking forward to it can't wait for the next few weeks it's gonna be an absolute blast it's gonna be an absolute blast yeah, and I wanted to also say that we, uh, Mr. Mr. Witsit, was that right? Uh, Wits, Witsman. Uh, Witsman, Mr. Witsman. Yep. Hey, look, so we kind of touched base on the creative, uh, the, uh, the, the beginning of the idea today. But we are going to be going through the stages uh, from here on out all the way to creating that Bible um, deck for your show, your yep screenplay your novel whatever it is that you're going to be trying to pitch once it's finished we're going to go all the way through it all the way to the end and uh, it's going to be great because along the way the guests that we're going to have coming in are going to be contributing at different levels Absolutely. of of the uh, process mm -hmm. um so it's going to be great look forward to your questions thanks for joining us everybody um yeah. We'll see you next week, right? Keep, keep writing. Have a great week. So long, everybody. Coffee. 
fresh, artisan-roasted, small-batch coffee with pop culture flares. The finest organic, organic suspension ever devised.